1997, Ethan Zuckerman created the first pop-up ad. When observing their development over the years, he felt obliged to send a statement to all internet users. In 2014, in specially prepared article, he apologized for creating pop-ups and called them one of the most hated advertising tools. In this episode, you will learn how to design pop-ups which your users will respond enthusiastically without you having to apologize them. Before the launch of the first boomboxes in Poland, Solny did a study. The declarative qualitative study was attended by teenagers who were asked whether the boombox should be in bright colors or in classic black. Almost everyone replied any, just not black. After the survey, each participant could take a one boombox home. Almost everyone chose black. What is the conclusion of this? Don't trust the declaration. Observe the behavior of your users. The same is the case with pop-ups. Many users say that they are invasive and annoying form of communication. However, research shows that they are just as effective. In 2019, Sumo analyzed 1,754,957,675 pop-ups and the results are saying enough. The top 10% highest performing pop-ups averaged at 9.8% conversion rate. And by conversion rate, we mean someone who saw the pop-up and took the action. Only 3 out of 100 people uh, ever have pop-ups with conversion rates over 11%. The average conversion rate for all pop-ups uh, is 3.09%. Just empty numbers, huh? So let's put them into practice. Assuming that you could achieve an average conversion rate, which according to the Sumo study is 9.8%, and assuming that your site is visited by 150 people, per day, you will have 418 conversion in a month. Now, it sounds so much better, right? The question is how to design a pop-ups that will convert like this. We are all misers, cognitive misers. Our brain processes a huge amount of information every second. It has to constantly decide which of them are important and which should be ignored. We are not able to register everything, think about it and react to it. That is why we learn very quickly to use mental simplifications that help us better understand the surrounding reality and 
process signals that affect us more effectively. We used uh, the so-called cognitive savings and thus we protect our minds from being overloaded. Due to this, not only the simplicity of the message itself is important, but also appropriate call to action. Don't make your audience uh, wonder what you expect from them. When they think about it, you lose your chance for desired conversion. Also, take into account that pop-ups today are no longer unique to us. Over the years, they have become something of an element of the natural environment of the site. They are like speed bump. Uh, although drivers do not like him, it still achieves its goal. The users evaluate the attractiveness, including the cognitive one, of the message in a few first second. If a pop-up doesn't make them pay their attention with an image or title, they ignore it or close it. You have to be precise and direct. Let me show you an example. Call to action, sign up how often subscribers get the newsletter twice a month, what kind of news they will receive, invites for private parties, styling inspiration and BTS, what they get instead, 15% discount. Can you see the difference between this message and message like subscribe to our newsletter and get special offers. I hope so. F-shaped pattern of reading. According to research by the Nielsen Norman Group, most people eyesight moves across the web in a F-shape pattern. Users first read the horizontal movement, usually across the upper part of the content area. This initial element forms the F top bar. Next, users move to the page a bit and then read across in a second horizontal movement that typically covers a shorter area than the previous moment. This additional element forms the F lower bar. Finally, users scan the content left side in a vertical movement. Sometimes this is a slow and systematic scan that uh, appears as a solid stripe on an eye-tracking heat map. Other times, users move faster, creating a spotter heat map. This last element forms the F stem. Why people scan in an F shape? pattern. People scan in an F-shaped pattern, all of those three elements are present. A page or a section of the page includes text that has a little or no formatting for the web. For example, it has a wall of text, but no bolding, bullets or subheadings. The user is trying to be the most efficient on that page. The user is not committed or interested in that he is willing to read every word. Knowing this and following the F letter rule, you can choose the way the pop-ups appear on your site. Decide if your pop-up 
should appear on the top of the page without covering the content and take the form of a top banner, slide out from the bottom of the page or to the side. And as the case of top banners do not cover the content, being a slide in pop-up, be displaying in the center of the screen like overlay, whether to cover the whole page by obscuring it like welcome mat. The moment of displaying uh, the message is just as important as the simplicity and the positioning of the message. The pop-up that appears just before the website loads is likely to annoy your visitors. Your users want to know they've come to the right place before they even get flooded with ads. Even a pop-up designed to help them will be perceived by them as an annoying advertisement when displaying intrusively. So when is the best time to display the pop-up to your user? To choose the optimal pop-up display time, check the average session dur duration time spent on the site in Google Analytics. Then set up the pop-up to show on the third or half of the time. For example, if the session duration on your site is like 60 seconds, then person will be ready to interact with the pop-up 20-30 seconds after the page is opened. I recommend you experiment and perform some A-B test of a different timings and check which one is optimal. After all, you don't want to surprise your users with a pop-up too quickly, right? The study performed by DRIP also should be helpful when choosing the appropriate time. Over 10 million pop-ups were selected for the study, from which those that were viewed less than 2,000 times were filtered out. And after analyzing the top 10 pop-ups, it turned out that the best time to display a pop-up is... 8, 3, 5, 6, 30, 15, 10, 4, 7, and 20 seconds. Based on uh, these data and um, those contained in Google Analytics, you can choose the appropriate type of pop-up, the appearance of which will be triggered by the user's behavior on your website. You can choose from among uh, others, time-based uh, website pop-up displayed when the user spends a certain time on the website, for example, 30 or 60 seconds, and become interested in your content. Action, click, pop-up displayed when the visitor has taken a specific action on the page. Uh, example, he has moved or clicked on a field image or word. Exit intent pop-ups that appears when the user plans to leave the page, that is, he moves the mouse cursor toward X sign. Scroll pop-up displayed to the users who scrolls the page to a specific place selected by you. The above-mentioned drip study shows that pop-ups displayed best after scrolling are 
and 25% and 70% of the page. Regardless of which type of pop-ups you choose, always remember about the convenience and experience of your users. Capping and targeting. Speaking of experience, shooting pop-up blindly will not work in your favor. When designing pop-up display animation, do not forget about capping, which means imposing a limit on pop-up views on a unique user and targeting. It's a good practice to display the pop-up only once while browsing your site. If on each page the user has to press the cross every time, sooner or later he will go to the competition's website. He will be equally annoyed if uh, despite the fact that he has already subscribed to newsletter you will still display him a pop-up with a such message however if a user declines by closing the pop-up you must give them time to see the value of your site before asking to subscribe to the newsletter again give him time and let your brand convince him Google to keep order. You must know that in addition to the most important judge assessing your pop-ups, your user, there is an also a guardian who guard their correctness. In January 2017 update, Google said that starting then, pages where content is not easily accessible to a user on the transition from the mobile search result may not rank as high. Here are some examples of techniques that make content less accessible to a user. Showing a pop-up that covers the main content either immediately after the user navigates to a page from the search results or while they are looking through the page. Displaying a standalone interstitial that the user has to dismiss before accessing their main content. Using a layout where the above the fold portion of the page appears similar to a standalone interstitial, but the original content has been inlined underneath the fold. If you want to avoid conflicts with Google algorithms and you definitely want to, you must refrain from using techniques that will make it difficult for your users to access the content. Importantly, this does not apply to the so-called gated content, example, content available only after providing data such as name and email so use it at will 
However, if you do not want to display pop-ups for users of mobile devices because of fear of irritating them, you must know that good marketing automation system will allow you to display pop-ups for the users on the desktop and turn the pop-up into HTML block for the mobile users. By contrast, here are some examples of techniques that use responsibly would not be affected by the new signal. Interstitial that appear to be in response to a legal obligation such as for cookie users or for age verification, login dialogues on site where content is not publicly indexable. For example, this will would include private content such as email or unindexable content that is behind a paywall. Banners that use a reasonable amount of the screen space and are easily dismissible. For example, the app install banners provided by Safari and Chrome are example of banners that use a reasonable amount of screen space. It doesn't sound that scary at all, doesn't it? And that's it for today. Be sure to share your tricks on effectiveness of pop-ups in the comment. Or maybe you are the opponent. I'd like to know what is your point of view. Comment below.